The Labor government first flagged the creation of the well-being budget during the last election as a better way to measure the country's overall health. Countries like New Zealand and Canada have implemented well-being budgets to inform policy and funding decisions so they are not just based on economic outlooks. The government has now released its first Measuring What Matters report and the long-awaited well-being framework, which measures five themes – health, security, sustainability, cohesiveness and prosperity. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the framework is about trying to better align what we want in the economy with what we want in our communities. What we're releasing today is all about trying to broaden the economic conversation so that we're focusing on health and well-being, security, prosperity, cohesion and sustainability as well. And so across five themes in the first national wellbeing framework, we're measuring about 50 different indicators to try and get a better read in addition to the usual economic indicators, not instead of the usual economic indicators. The framework's conclusions are mixed. It suggests Australians are richer, earning more, living longer, feeling safer, accepting diversity and being more educated and satisfied at work. But more people are experiencing chronic illness, finding it harder to make ends meet, less productive, less safe online and less trusting of governments. Opposition Treasurer Angus Taylor has called it half-baked. The Treasurer needs a reality check. A typical Australian family with a mortgage is $25,000 a year worse off, worse off than when Labor came to government. That's the impact we're seeing on wellbeing. Dr Chalmers has pushed back, arguing the government is focused on both cost of living relief and overall wellbeing. The government's primary focus is on rolling out billions of dollars in cost of living relief. Now our primary focus on cost of living doesn't mean we can't also focus on health and well-being and security and cohesion and prosperity in local communities as well. The report has also been criticised on other fronts for using out-of-date data from before the COVID-19 pandemic and interest rate rises to measure some indicators. Acting opposition leader Susan Lee says that means misleading findings. She says the increasing pressure on people's ability to meet their costs of living is not reflected in this report. So it's not even relevant and it doesn't even take into account the hikes in mortgage rates that are biting into every single household's income. Suicide Prevention Australia is also concerned about the picture the report paints on mental health, saying that suicide itself is not included as a metric, and the report refers to mental health in a general sense, finding that it is stable overall. But it says suicide rates have actually increased, rising 7% last year in New South Wales and Victoria. Head of Deloitte Access Economics, Dr Pradeep Phillip, says despite the concerns around data, the report is still helpful. Look, data is always going to be an issue and we shouldn't get distracted from what this report is really trying to do. You see, economic growth is actually in the service of the welfare of our community, our society and all Australians. And we've had an important focus on some indicators. And by the way, we do need to do more to lift economic growth and drive productivity. What this report tells us is to how we can have a broader conversation, how there are other indicators that might tell us something about the quality of that growth. Dr Chalmers stands by the report. He says this is the government's first attempt at a national wellbeing framework for Australia. The wellbeing framework is really about the longer term, broader trends. 
in our economy and our society. We've been upfront in the document in saying there are areas where there are data gaps, where we've had to rely uh, on different kinds of information. But part of the motivation is to make sure that we can do a much better job of measuring things. Uh, and I welcome people's feedback uh, about where they think those numbers can be more up to date. Uh, that's a good thing. Uh, we've deliberately put it out there in this form to get people's feedback so we can refine it over time. Sophia Tarek, SBS News.